Do you know what nemesis means? A righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified in this case by an honorable cunt. Me. Yo, 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 what up, yo, what up, what up, There you go. I like that energy more. Last time, you was a little flat. Yeah, you know. Well, we had to get back into it. I, I didn't know what was going on with you. Then you did the weird accent. <laughs> I'm not doing well. That, this this one we got a, we got enough good at we got enough weird accents to last us. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what up, everyone? Welcome back to a new episode of You Watching or Not. Nah, I'm Kurt. I'm Marcus. And we are back with a new movie to review for that ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, what's up, man? What's been going on with you? Uh, man, last couple of weeks, um, had some fun. Went on a little trip with a special somebody and caught a comedy show. We went and saw Joe Coy. Uh, spent some, spent some time. Huh? He white? Joe Coy? No, he's Filipino, dude. He's funny as shit. Okay. All right funny as shit um yeah man just uh just been getting getting used to building the life that i want to man i'm feeling feeling good feeling positive i want to send a shout out to everybody who reached out um after the last podcast and and you know um showed support and appreciation for me sharing so thank y'all uh shouts to y'all man yeah Yeah. big shouts big shouts to y'all um i got a little news on the podcast that i want to share all right. So, one of them I already shared with you um, that kind of took me a little bit back. Um, I had a customer. We were kind of talking. They were into movies, and I was telling them that you know I do a podcast and this, that, and this. And they were like, "What's the name of it? I want to check it out." So they pulled out Spotify and they typed in Y O U space, and our shit was the first result that popped up. Hey, so we let's get- go. <laughs> Niggas is famous, bro. We get we getting out here. We getting out here. And then the other one, the other one that I didn't tell you about. Um. So I run I run the Facebook the Facebook page for the pod at you watching podcast on Facebook, and uh, so I get notifications when we get views or interactions on that shit. And I was checking it out, and we are rated a five out of five for podcasts. Oh. Now let's go. It won't let me. <laughs> it won't let me see how many reviews there are. So it could just be one motherfucker. <laughs> if it is, shouts to you, one person, whoever rated us. <laughs> we appreciate that, man. Hell yeah! So all the rest of y'all, head on over to uh, head on over to at, at you watching podcast and and uh, give us some more reviews, man. We appreciate it. What about you, dog? Yeah. How you been the last couple of weeks? I've been good, man. I've been good. This is a quick turnaround. It wasn't a four month break this time, so that's mm-hmm. good. But uh, no, no injuries, no divorces, right. no injuries, <laughs> no more new divorces. Everything's been cool, man. I've been kind of chilling, uh, ramping up for Christmas season. Uh, I I cooked Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool. Um, I was 
I like my mom didn't want to cook and shit, so I just kind of bought some shit and cooked on my own. Yeah, I was joined by this super, this super smoking hot piece of ass who's really smart. She came and joined me, and we just kind of had some Thanksgiving, and it was cool, man. And then, uh, full transparency, we're recording this on December fourth. Uh, Hove Jay Z's birthday. Shouts to Hove. I'll text him later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text him later. Say happy birthday. Shouts to the um, Jigga Man. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I'm also preparing for my daughter's birthday which is on December 6th. Hey. It's that's a Monday. So tomorrow on the 5th is her birthday party. So I had to go get her some gifts and get everything ready for her. So I've been a little busy, but other than that everything's been good. Um shout out to my daughter. She don't listen. What <laughs> <laughs> time she got in the car? One time she got in the car and I was doing a, a, a proof listen to our, our episode and she was like, Daddy, that sounds like you. <laughs> it is me, baby. But um, er, yeah, but shout out to my daughter, man. Everybody, uh, go to our fan page. Wish her a happy birthday. Please, yeah. for me. I'd appreciate that, man. She's turning five. I'm, I'm getting old. Big girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, everything has been good, brother. Everything has been pretty, pretty good. Um. Speaking of what you said about our our Facebook reviews, mm-hmm. if you guys listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, can you please give us a rating on there too? We'd appreciate it, even if it's a one star. That's fine. You could keep it real. You know what I'm saying? We keep it real over here. Yeah, like I forget what episode it was. We do this for the reason, not for the season. So, the better feedback we get, the better we can make this podcast. So, we appreciate yeah. all the reviews, not just the good ones. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Straight up and down, like 6 o'clock. You feel me? Ooh, bars. <laughs> oh, bars. <laughs> Real rap. Yeah, man. All right, man. So what's up, man? You ready to get into it? I am ready, man. This one's been a long time in the making, so I'm ready. All right, man. What are we watching, Kurt? This week, we are watching 2000's Guy Ritchie's Snatch. Mm. Um. This movie came out January 19th. Oh, sorry. It's not 2000. 2001. My fault. Mm. That was was our graduation year. Um, Yeah. So we're watching Snatch. It was requested by my son, Jensen, who lives in the UK. Shout out, Jensen. Shout out my man, Jensen. Shout out to Um, the mullet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a legend. He's a young legend, man. You know? Yeah. He's a young legend. Shout Shout out to all my British homies. Um, but yes, we're reviewing Snatch, where an illegal boxing promoter, Turkish, played by Jason Statham, convinces a gangster brick top to offer bets on bare knuckle boxer Mickey at his bookie business. When Mickey does not throw his first fight as agreed, an infuriated brick top demands another match. Meanwhile, gangster Frankie Fourfingers comes to place a bet for a friend with brick top's bookie. As multiple criminals converge on a stolen diamond that Frankie has come to London to sell. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of it's a lot a whole lot of moving parts. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'll touch I'll touch on. So yeah, you said uh, Guy Ritchie, written and directed by Guy Ritchie, um, mm-hmm. and then this movie starred Jason Statham and Stephen Graham. Um, did you watch Boardwalk Empire? I did not. Stephen Graham is amazing in Boardwalk Empire. He plays Al Al Capone. He's incredible. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and then uh, Dominic Lombardozzi, Lombardozzi, Herc plays uh yes. plays his brother. Okay. Um, this movie also has Brad Pitt, 
Dennis Farina, Benicio Del Toro, um, Lenny James, also yes. known as Morgan from The Walking Dead. Yes, the um, receiver of many uh, walkie-talkie voicemails. <laughs> uh, Vinny Jones and Alan Ford as Bricktop. So, big, big ensemble cast with a lot of really good acting in this movie. Uh, this movie has a 73% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 55 out of 100 on Metacritic, and an 8.3 on IMDb. All right. Uh, did you, you went through the, maybe I was tripping. Did you not mention your husband in the cast? Who's my husband? Okay, you're going to play stupid. <laughs> Better hope he's not listening. He's going to be pissed. Brad Pitt. Bro. No, I said Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right after, I, right after the tripping. Boardwalk Empire stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2008, Empire Magazine had a greatest films of all time. This movie ranked 466 out of 500. Greatest okay, movies of all that, time. That, 500 is a shitload of movies, but I don't think... Motherfuckers understand how many movies are made. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So to make it on that list is a huge feat. I would be very happy if I made that list. Um, I feel like we should be on the list of the greatest 500 podcasts. A hundred percent. We're a hundred percent. higher. We're a hundred percent on 500 greatest. If we're not on the 500 greatest, we are 100% on the 5,000 greatest, bro. <laughs> this is a fact. Like, don't try to sell our shit short, dog. This shit is fire. Niggas got jokes. We be laughing. We give y'all a great breakdown and analytical takes and behind the scenes. It's facts and all types of ill shit, dog. And you like, get the real. And you get the real from us. Because we, we not fanboys or nothing. We're going to give you what we, what, what we feel. Yeah, like when this when this whack ass nigga made me watch Hereditary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I forgot that episode four, 13, maybe four. I don't know what it was. That's a good episode. Though. Go check it out. Go check. Definitely Available on all streaming platforms. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the last the last thing I wanted to touch on, man, was uh, initially this movie was critically reviewed pretty poorly. Um, a lot of the critics said that this movie was too close to Guy Ritchie's film Lock, Talk, Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, without, without all of the stuff that makes Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels good, so this movie was received pretty poorly critically. Um, but it's it's known as a cult classic. Um, it brought in eighty three point six million dollars against a ten million dollar budget. So, I think by any stretch of the imagination, that's that's a success. I, I would say so as well. Yeah, and that's that's all I got for right now, man. So, what you got? Anything else? Are you ready to move? Um. I feel like, yeah, I have a question. Let me ask it now because I'll forget. Okay. <laughs> but you can answer it later. I, I'm assuming you've seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. No. No? No. No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask you if you like this one more or less, but, you know, that might get added to the list then. That might get added to the list. This, was, this, this movie was my introduction to Guy Ritchie. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so then, no, I'm ready to go, bro. All right, man, let's kick it off. Um, so, after stealing an 86-carat diamond while dressed as an ultra-Orthodox Jew during a heist in Antwerp, Frankie Fourfingers goes to London to see diamond dealer Doug the Head on behalf of New York jeweler and Jewish-American organized crime figure Cousin Avi. One of the other robbers advises Frankie to obtain a gun from his brother, arms dealer and ex-KGB agent Boris the Blade then later calls Boris and encourages him to steal the diamond from Frankie before he can turn it over to Doug. Meanwhile, Cockney 
boxing promoter and slot machine shop owner Turkish is persuaded by crime boss Bricktop to put his boxer Gorgeous George in a match against one of Bricktop's boxers. However, when Turkish sends his partner Tommy and Gorgeous George to purchase a caravan from a clan of Irish travelers, George gets challenged to a fistfight against traveler bare-knuckle boxing champion Mickey O'Neill, who beats up and severely injures George. All right, yes. So so let me point out, here. my bad, my bad. Let me point out real no, quick. you're good. Just like with this being a Guy Ritchie movie, just like The Gentleman, this movie mm-hmm. jumps around quite a bit. So Quite a bit. Which I enjoy. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, which I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me start with the character. So, we see the robbery. And then, at, right after the robbery, we kind of get a character introduction scene mm-hmm. where it introduces all the players in the movie. I really, really, really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. Like, I, I'm all for intro scenes for people in any movie. Was there was there a character intro that stuck out to you that you liked that kind of like, oh, I, I might fuck with this character the most? Uh, it was probably Tony Bullet Tooth. Bullet Tooth Tony. Bullet Tooth Tony. Um, I think his was the only one that really, really stuck out to me. But I just liked the intro. I was too caught up in them to be like, oh, that one looks cool. Yeah. I was just like, this shit is dope. Okay. Um, was there one that stuck out to you? Um, I'm going to keep it real with you, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Bricktop in this movie. Really? I'm a, I love Bricktop. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Bricktop's got some choice lines and I'll, I'll touch on a couple of them, uh, later on. Yeah. Um, so I had seen this movie a couple of times and I never really paid attention to, what Benicio del Toro and the robbers, what Frankie Fourfingers and the robbers are talking about as they're walking into the diamond, uh, the diamond syndicate. Were you able to catch mm-hmm. that? Yes. They're talking about the Virgin Mary and all of that. Right? Yeah. Like a miss, a miss, a mistranslation about the Virgin Mary. And that's how the Catholic religion was created. Um, this was actually a, a homage from Guy Ritchie to Quentin Tarantino where they're talking about the Virgin Mary in this movie. And they're talking about Madonna's like a virgin in reservoir dogs. So it's kind of tip of the tip of the cap. Um, And then this heist kicks off with a, with a pretty awesome fucking song. The song's called diamond by Clint. Okay. And, and that, that whole opening robbery scene is very, very, um, very British cinema where you get a lot of, quick cuts and crazy camera moves there's two way the, the two ways the british like to do it they do like quick cuts and crazy camera moves of cool people doing cool shit or they do quick cuts and crazy camera moves of like mundane people doing mundane shit and we get to mm-hmm. see a little bit of both in this movie yeah, um, yeah. and then we see frankie Fourfingers hold up they when we finally get our eyes on the diamond right i was mm-hmm. wondering when we were younger and like peace and chains were a huge thing, you always talked about just getting a raw ass diamond on a chain. Just like that. <laughs> just like that. I would just get a, a fucking a long Cuban link and I would just have that on the end of it as my medallion. Mm. Not um, flooding nothing, bro. It's just the, the straight, I the glacier right here shitting on all of y'all. Um, how much would you say an 86 karat diamond is worth? Oh my god! Shit, 
I, I don't the depending on the 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 brilliance of it, the, the cut clarity and all of that. I would say probably like three hundred fifty million, maybe. Mm. Um, so I found a true story of an Angolan man who was stopped in the Frankfurt airport in Germany. Um, and he had an 86.7 carat diamond mm-hmm. and it was valued at $3.9 million. Only 3.9. <laughs> Only, right? <laughs> Only. Damn. <laughs> 3.9 million though for a diamond. Um, and then I, when was he stopped? What's that? Did it say, you said what year? Um, no, I didn't see the year. I, I didn't see the okay. year. Because that shit was a long ass time. You know what I'm saying? Inflation, bro. Yeah. Um, we see we see during this first section of the movie, we see Four, Frankie Four Fingers and Cousin Avi on the phone. Uh-huh. And Frankie Four Fingers is at the tailor. Did you catch, like, every time they cut to Frankie, he's wearing different clothes? I did not catch that. You didn't? <laughs> I did every, not catch that. Every time, they, every time they cut back from Cousin Avi back to Frankie Four Fingers, he's got on a different fit. And there was one in there that I was like, yo, that shit's fly. He's got, it's like a tan and brown ha- houndstooth pattern. And he's got like the flat brim, the flat brim newspaper boy hat that match it. I was like, yo, that shit's kind of fire right there. But I'm I did not even notice that. I'm that's too, crazy. I'm too light-skinned to pull that off. No, that is dope, though. I uh, No, that's dope. Something that um kind of struck me on here, too, that I want to... It looked like Tommy... So... Tommy is Turkish's boy. Yeah. Tommy has a gun in his pants. The Turkish, like, the fuck you have that for? He pulls it out. That looked very much like Freddy Four Fingers' gun to me. Very much. Right? Did yeah. you notice that too? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I was, I thought that was going to play a role in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Um, and then speaking to your boy Bricktop, there's a classic move by Bricktop here. That I want to get out to any of you young aspiring criminals or even criminals now. And it don't even apply to crime. It's everything, but mainly criminals. Mm -hmm. Bricktop does a classic move. He gets this guy, these two guys that are unknown in the movie. He gets one of them, Liam, to to, kind of stab his man in the back, right? And after he does it, he compliments Liam for being, you know, a cold hearted motherfucker and then he in right away kills him as well <laughs> don't think that you can stab your man in the back and the person that you stabbed him for is going to trust you and take you under the wing <laughs> because if you would stab your fucking man in the back of course you're going to stab me in the back so wake up don't be an asshole like this guy guys like have a little bit of fucking loyalty all right hey that's there's a classic brick top line right there like one of his quotables get your tongue out of my asshole gary (laughs) (laughs) yeah so no that 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 was great and then um and then every time during the conversation when he bring uh he brings up frankie gambling it it shows him in the casino gambling and and having living it up yeah Um, with the viva las vegas (laughs) Yeah, and it, and that's kind of like a running thing. Anytime gambling and Frankie is brought up, I really enjoy those quick cuts. I um, like it, quick cutaways like that. Yeah. So we got to talk about Brad Pitt. We got to talk about Mickey. Okay. How did you? How did you feel about Mickey's accent? 
I thought it was I thought it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Were you able to follow it? Follow what the fuck he was saying? Not most of the time. I started with Pete. I started the movie with subtitles because I already know. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that he was. I knew he was in the movie. I didn't know it was going to be. But like Jensen, who requested this, yeah. he's he's from up north. Not all the way up there, but he's from up north, and so is Ewan. So they both have a different accent than what you would normally hear from like people who are um, from England. Yeah. It's a it's a little weird, and you can kind of hear it. So it kind of helped me follow some of his shit along. Okay, um, you mentioned subtitles. I used to have this DVD, and I think I have the Blu-ray. And I I don't remember if it's on the Blu-ray. But back in the day when I had the DVD, there was there was English subtitles, Spanish subtitles, French subtitles, and then there was another subtitle track that was called Pikey. And it would, it would only pop up when Brad Pitt was talking. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And I can see why you would need that. <laughs> the last little note that I had uh, before we move on was um, Fight Club was actually, Fight Club was released a year before this movie. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt was worried about being typecast as a fighter. Oh, okay. So he was really reluctant to took this role, take this role, but he took it because he he wanted to work with uh, Guy Ritchie so bad. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So is this all we're going to talk about, Brad? Are you not going to talk about how he's your husband? I mean, look, okay. So Fight Club was the beginning of when I turned on Brad Pitt. When I when I turned the corner and was like, oh no, I like this guy. You didn't like him for a while. Um, I, he, the only movie I watched, the only movie I liked from his career prior to Fight Club, E7 was, okay, so he had a shitload of movies before Fight Club, but the only ones I liked was Interview with the Vampire uh-huh. and Seven. Okay. But he had a bunch of whack shit in there. Yeah. But it seemed like after Fight Club and then Snatch, he turned the corner. And then what it was, I saw him on, he was on an episode of Jackass. I don't know if you remember this. I don't. They did a bit called uh, Night Monkey, where they're all like... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're all running around in monkey suits, like flying yeah. down hills on big wheels. Brad Pitt yeah. was one of the monkeys. Yeah, Night Monkey jumped on the back of a bus one time or some funny shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. Okay. Yeah. So that's when I turned the corner. Why? You got some other shit you trying to throw me out there for Brad Pitt? You just love Brad Pitt, bro. He's like, good. You no, but you think that he's sexy. He is like, sexy. You just you just love Brad Pitt. Like the way that you gush about Brad Pitt, it's crazy to me. <laughs> like I just don't understand it. I I'm so thankful for Idris Elba coming along because I feel like he kind of pulled you away from Brad a little bit. Oh, Idris turned me completely to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> if I was a like knee high knee high brown leather boots with you know black stretch pants and the cream sweater with a pumpkin spice latte white girl I used to be on Brad but I secretly want to be gray and and take Idris's milk. Oh god. <laughs> why 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 is no other reference you can use? That's the only reference. That's the only <laughs> reference you can use. I felt like it was the most fitting reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's how I man. feel inside. 
You brought this shit on yourself. You wanted to talk nah, about it. Because, bro, we because you're just glossing over Brad Pitt, like you know, <laughs> like I don't. I and it's weird because I couldn't. It, it there was a point where I couldn't tell if you just loved him or if you wanted to be him. It was like. <laughs> What what or the other? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure which one it was. I wanted but to no, be inside a, him. Oh God! All right, let's move I on. I guess that's better than him being inside of you. I don't know. Quit quit pro quo. <laughs> All right. Turkish persuades Mickey to replace George in his upcoming match by agreeing to purchase a new caravan for Mickey's mother. Bricktop grudgingly agrees, but only on the condition that Mickey will throw the fight in the fourth round. Boris gives Frankie a revolver in exchange for a favor. Frankie is to place a bet on Boris's behalf at Bricktop's bookies. Cousin Avi, knowing Frankie has a gambling addiction, flies to London with his bodyguard Rosebud to pick up the diamond personally. Boyers, Boris hires Vinny and Saul, two small-time crooks, to rob Frankie while he is at the bookies. The robbery goes awry, and Saul and Vinny... And their driver, Tyrone, are caught on camera, but managed to kidnap Frankie. All right. So let me double back to something real quick that I forgot to I forgot to mention here. Mm-hmm. Mickey and the Pikey Gypsies. Yes. They call dogs dags. Dags. <laughs> dags. Which is kind of like how people from Baltimore call dogs dugs. Dugs. <laughs> dugs. So that that one struck me as hilarious. Because I, it's not been things from Baltimore that I like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, when when Mickey fights gorgeous George, he George is fucking Mickey up, but Mickey's just kind of eating it, right? Do, did you catch the, Did you catch what Mickey said when George kicked him while he was on the ground? No. He gets up and finishes taking his jacket off. He says, "Deadly kick for a fat fucker." <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so this is the thing. When you are beating the shit out of someone like that and they just like continue to get up and he's just stretching and cracking his joints in the middle of all of this, you need to just get the fuck out of there, (laughs) which George smartly tried to do, but it was just a little too late. Like, you know, he ended up getting stuck in there and. uh, Yeah, he fell for it. it, he fell for the okie doke, but he get get a little late, but good play on George's part trying to get out of there so he wouldn't get hurt like he ended up getting. Now the botch robbery for cousin cousin Avi Avi yeah Avi Avi looked like Burt Reynolds to me. Okay, a little bit. Okay, you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. All right, um, the botched robbery was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. The the lady, they tried to rob the lady. She's cool as a fan. She's like, I don't have all bets are off. I don't have any money. They're like, stop playing. Give me the money. She's like, I, I don't have any. Like, there's no money. <laughs> so she gives them a sack of pennies, basically, right? Copper. Copper fucking you know. coins. <laughs> and then she presses a button that, that raises up all of these things. And one of the robbers gets stuck in it. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just fucking hilarious. Um, and then Tyrone, who is a very portly man, very large man, comes in and, and kind of saves them from being stuck inside the building. Yeah, because they're trying to push. They're trying to push the door open when yeah. they needed to pull the door open. Pull it. 
Because he just easily pushes it open. Yeah. And comes against them, so. Um, yeah, I... So, you know what? I might... The question that you asked about character intros, I might I might switch my switch my answer to Saul and Vincent. Because I have down in my okay. notes that this whole section of Saul, Vincent, and Tyrone, I, like, there's so many lines, there's so many quotes... And I was laughing, like, it's a laugh a minute, this whole, this whole section. Um, we're introduced to uh, Saul and Vincent with Vincent walking down the street with a dog to a really cool fucking song. It's got like a little Arabian Nights vibe to it. That uh-huh. shit, that's what, that one was called uh, Ghost Town by The Specials. Okay. Um, and then there's... There's another song. So I was going to ask you, what was your favorite track from this from this movie? Or were there any tracks that stood out to you? I don't think it was a whole lot. This is my first watch, so I didn't. Like, a lot of it didn't catch me. Okay. But um, the one, <laughs> I, it, the one was, jeez, uh, what is it? Starbright? Starbright okay. is in the movie later. Yeah. That was the one I knew, so that caught me the most, okay. and I have a note about that later. But it wasn't. I don't really think I caught anything that really jazzed me up, like the mu- the music in most Quentin Tarantino movies. So this this one. So when when Tommy and Turkish go to talk to Bricktop to tell him Gorgeous George been hurt, we're going to change the fighter. Um, as they're walking into the dogfighting area, we get this crazy fucking flute so- flute song. Like that fucking flute song gets me jamming every time I hear it. It's called the Mad <laughs> Flute, and it's uncredited, so I, I I could not find who wrote it. Maybe it was Ugly Steven. He played the flute. He, he did play school. the flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Pan ass nigga. <laughs> uh, he played the clarinet. He would get so pissed when I would say that he played the flute, bro. He was uh, so bad. Uh, and then my last note from this section, man, um, it was at this point in the movie when they're at the dogfighting pit that I realized that Bricktop looks like my fucking grandma. <laughs> Bricktop oh, looks like my like maternal grandma. grandma. Same, they got the same haircut, the same salt pepper colored hair, the same fucking Coke bottle, make your eyes three times bigger fucking spectacles. Just an ugly motherfucker, man. Okay. It's not my cool, <laughs> it's not my cool grandma anyway, but you know, it's family's so you family. Say what are you going to do? You say she's an ugly motherfucker. I, I didn't say that. I said that type of person is an ugly motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. I will take it. I will accept that answer. All right. Um, instead of throwing the fight, Mickey accidentally knocks his opponent out with a single punch due to his overwhelming power. Infuriated, Bricktop robs Turkish of his life savings and demands that Mickey fight again and lose since the majority of the gamblers will now bet on him. Meanwhile, Boris retrieves the diamond and murders Frankie with a pistol. Bricktop tracks down Saul, Vinny, Tyrone, and their friend Jamaican Yardy bad boy Lincoln and plans on killing them for robbing his bookies. Saul bargains for their lives by offering Bricktop the stolen diamond and is given 48 hours to retrieve it. Okay, so here, Bricktop's speech to Saul and them was great. 
he breaks down. <laughs> he he sees they have a dead body there. He's like, "What are you guys going to do?" You know, it's hard to 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 move a dead body like that. You got to cut it up. And then the best way after that is to feed them to the pigs. Mm-hmm. You got to shave their head and take the teeth out. Of course, you don't want to go through the pig shit to have to do all of that. Um, and he just gives a great breakdown of a way to to get rid of a body by feeding it to pigs. At the end, which uh, is a song. The song yeah. says, okay, but who the fuck are you besides the person that feeds <laughs> dead bodies to pigs? <laughs> so I appreciated that. They're like, something that I liked about the movie is that while they do do some dumb things and they get some bad breaks, the characters aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they get it. You know, obviously, this guy does this shit because he, he knows way too much about feeding bodies to pigs, <laughs> right? So I thought, I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was a great, a great scene there. And then a little touch on that. So in the very beginning of the movie, when we're getting the montage, it shows the character and then it tells their name. When it shows Bricktop, he's got a guy laying down. I think it's on a pool table and he's got pliers in his mouth and he's, he's, he's coming down with a hammer. So he's actually in the act of pulling somebody's teeth out. A couple of other quotes I picked up. Uh, in this section of the movie, when when cousin Avi gets to London and he meets with Doug, Doug is like, Avi! <laughs> and cousin Avi's not having none of that shit. He says, shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. <laughs> <laughs> also, but Avi, before he leaves to go to London, somebody says, London, he says, London, yes, London, you know, fish and chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather. <laughs> Um, and then we get another we get another good quote while uh you know mickey is just one and bricktop's trying to get the fuck out of there all of all of the other mob uh all the other mob guys are you know telling him hey you fucked up i just lost money on you and some little fuckhead tries to stop him and bricktop just decides he's not having none of that shit so he snatches him up by the face he says (laughs) he says Stop me again whilst I'm walking and I'll cut your fucking Jacobs off. <laughs> and then he slices him. I don't know if he actually cut his dick or if he chopped his leg. Yeah, I don't know. But he cut him somewhere down there. Um, and then that ultimate, that ultimate line from Bricktop. After he's, after he's explained to Saul, Vinny, uh, Tyrone, and Lincoln who the fuck he is. Or what, you know, about the pigs. And, and Saul says, you mind telling me who the fuck you are? We get Bricktop with, do you know what nemesis means? Mm-hmm. A righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified in this case by a horrible cunt. Me. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I fucking love Bricktop in this flick. No, it's, it, he, it's really good. He's really good. You got anything else for this section? No, I'm good on this section. All right. Avi and Doug hire Bullet Tooth Tony to help them find Frankie. Mickey refuses to fight again unless Turkey buys Turkish buys an even better caravan for his mother. But Turkish has no money left since Bricks, Bricktop stole his savings. Furious, Bricktop's men vandalize Turkish's gambling arcade and burn down Mickey's mother's caravan while she's asleep inside. Mickey agrees to fight to avoid more carnage. When Tony and Avi's trail leads to Boris, they kidnap him and retrieve the diamond while being closely pursued by Saul, Vinny, and Tyrone. 
Turkish and Tommy, who are on their way to purchase a gun from Boris, are driving on the same stretch of road at the time. When Tommy throws Turkish's carton of milk out of their car window, it splashes over Tony's windscreen, causing him to crash and killing Rosebud in the process. Boris escapes from the wreck only to be hit by Tyrone's car. Tony and Avi are confronted by Saul, Vinny, and Tyrone at a pub where Tony realizes that the trio's pistols are replicas when he contrasts with his real gun, intimidating them into leaving. The wounded Boris arrives with an assault rifle and a grenade launcher looking for the diamond, but is shot and killed by Tony, who wounds Tyrone at the same time. Saul and Vinny leave a wounded Tyrone and escape with the diamond, which Vinny hides in his pants. When Tony catches up to them, they tell them that the diamond is back at their pawn shop. Pawn shop. Once there, they produce the diamond, but it is promptly swallowed by the dog that Vinny got from the Irish traveler clan. Avi wildly fires at the fleeing dog, accidentally killing Tony. He gives up and returns to New York City. Okay, so this is where we meet Tony because um, Doug, Doug the Head? Doug the Head. Doug the Head's twin daughters Mm -hmm. suggest that they call Tony and they give the backstory on Tony Bullet Tooth that he was shot six times in one sitting, had the bullets removed, melted down, and uses them as a gold tooth in his Mm -hmm. mouth. Uh, he's a fucking legend. Okay, <laughs> Bullet just Tooth off Tony. of that alone, <laughs> Bullet Tooth Tony is a legend. Based off of that, he is the movie version of Fifty Cent. Okay, <laughs> and then and and so we kind of go through things with with him and everything about Tony. I like. So he's getting information out of this kid, Mullet, mm-hmm. that, he, that he sees on the street. He calls him over to the window. Mullet, he catches Mullet talking shit about him, first of all. <laughs> Mullet down there shits his pants. He calls him over to the car, and Mullet's like, well, you got to make it worth my while. So he grabs him by his tie, holds his head there, rolls the window up, catching his head stuck in the window. And then he starts driving, so he has to run along. <laughs> um, so when we're first introduced to him and they talk about him getting shot six times, did you notice the song that was playing when he got shot? Yeah. It was Starbright, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's Lucky Star by Madonna. Lucky Star. Yeah. All right. Starbright. Yeah. Starbright. Mm-hmm. That shit, right? So while he's squeezing the information out of Mullet and he's driving the car, he's like, hey, guys, like, feel free to put some music on <laughs> while I do this shit. So... Avi turns on the radio, and that song comes on. Right. And he's like, oh, I love this song, which to me added to how much of a legend this nigga is. <laughs> he almost got killed to this song, right? <laughs> but he loves it. And I like if I if I heard a song playing when I almost got murdered, I don't think I'd be able to listen to it again. <laughs> but he was like happy to hear it. Yeah. So that, you know, that was just a small thing that I noticed that I thought that uh it was really great. And then a another quotable here by Bricktop. In the quiet words of the Virgin Mary, come again. <laughs> I loved uh I loved I, I loved Vinny's Vinny had Vinny had a couple quotables that I loved. He was uh you know, he tells he tells Mullet he had a nice tie. And then when he snatches him by the tie and pulls him in the pulls his head in the car, he's like, "It's unfortunate that tie has gotten you in this predicament." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 
mullet's like, come on, Tony, give me a break. And he's like, I am giving you a break. I'm not bashing the living fuck out of you in front of your girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Tony's a fucking savage. Yeah. Um, Also, while Turkish is talking to Bricktop, Bricktop asks him if he's taking the piss. Mm -hmm. Which means, are you drunk? Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out to my man Jensen again for helping me become bilingual. Because if we play 2K or we play FIFA and something that he does not like happens, he says, are you taking the piss? <laughs> Every time. Also, if we inquire to where his whereabouts are and he's out having a good time, he says, I'm out on the piss. <laughs> So shouts to shouts to my UK connects for helping me become bilingual. You know what I'm saying? I speak English and I speak the Queen's English. Oh, and you speak Spanish. And I speak Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Dame beso from my Spanish mommies. Hola, mamacita. Como se llamas? You know what I'm saying? All of that shit. So first of all, y'all don't be out here trying to act like I'm not a man, a cultured motherfucker. All right. I'm a man of the world. Internationally known, globally respected, I got reach further than you could ever understand. You know what I'm saying? The niggas know me out here, and I can speak the native tongues of all the lands, straight up and down like that. So when don't just don't try to categorize me as just a podcaster, a dad, a fresh to death ass nigga, coolest nigga you probably know. You know what I'm saying? I'm all of these things. I'm a Renaissance man. And I should be praised for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to let you keep going, bro. And I'm I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of people just acting like I'm a normal nigga, man. Never in your life have you ever seen such. You know? Put some respect on my name. Just like Birdman. When you say it out your mouth. (laughs) Straight up. Um, All right, that's it. That's good, man. I love it. Um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna let you fucking keep going until you <laughs> ran out of juice, doc. <laughs> um, I like this section. I loved watching all of these pieces come together. That's what I was going to say as well, because this movie has a lot of moving pieces, a lot of threads. I really enjoyed everything coming together right here, and mm-hmm. it was kind of shot out of order. It's shown to us, yeah, out of order, like a Quentin Tarantino film kind of, yeah. But then it all, then you get to see it all happen sequentially. Boom, 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 boom. And how it led to this string of events. So I thought that was really, really cool. Also, after the crash, Bullet Tooth Tony walks into a pub, Mm -hmm. which looks exactly like the pub that Mickey. Yes. The main character in The Gentleman, which we review on episode 15, Are You Watching or Nah? Available on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes into it at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Like, very much like it, right? Very much like it. Okay. Um, and then this, 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 this monologue Tony gives about the balls. Mm-hmm. And, and the camera work on the replica and the Desert Eagle .50, like... To me, that this this section of Bullet Tooth Tony, Vinny, and Saul, like to me, this is the crown jewel of the movie. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. You smelled some. Also, you smelled some good old pussy, and you brought your two little mincy <laughs> faggot balls with you. 
And also, Bricktop is a real asshole, man. Why? He he, because I don't know if it's I don't know if it's mentioned, but he burns. He he tries to to break Turkish's arcade. Yeah, yeah. And 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 also burns Mickey's mom's caravan with her in it. With her in it. It didn't need to go that far. No, it really didn't. It, it didn't. It, it did not need to go that far. Brick, Bricktop's a savage. Yes. Personified in this case by a horrible cunt. Me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You good? I'm good. All right. Oh, no. Last thing. Boris. Tony shoots Boris. And Boris is as hard to kill as Tony was. <laughs> he takes about six or seven shots before he's finally done. So before that, though, Boris looks like he got his like he he looks like he got his ass whipped by Rosebud. Like mm-hmm. they whipped each other's ass. Then yep. he gets hit by Vinny and Saul's car. Yes. Walks home. Well, first he's in a car accident in the trunk of a car. In the trunk of a car. Escapes that. And then he gets run hit. over by a car. Yeah. And then he walks and then he home. he walks off. He walks home. He grabs Tommy by his nuts to get him out of the way. And then he comes back out with a fucking AK and a grenade launcher. Yeah. And then he gets shot yeah. like six or seven times by Bullet Tooth Tony. But he's Boris the Bullet Dodger. Always Boris. <laughs> <laughs> Why always Boris? <laughs> Every time I heard, every time I heard Boris, that's what that's all I could think about was always Boris, <laughs> always Boris. Uh, um, so before the fight, Mickey gets so drunk after his mother's wake that Turkish fears he will not make it to the fourth round. If he fails to go down as agreed, Bricktop vows that his men will murder Turkish, Tommy, Mickey, and his entire clan of travelers. Mickey makes it to the fourth round when he suddenly knocks out his opponent. Outside the arena, as Tommy, Turkish, and Mickey try to run for their lives, Bricktype and his men are all killed by the travelers. Mickey secretly bet on himself to win and waited until the fourth round to allow his clansmen time to avenge his mother by ambushing and killing Bricktop and his men. The next morning, Turkish and Tommy find the traveler campsite deserted as Mickey and the Pikes have escaped with their winnings. When confronted by the police... They cannot explain why they, are there, why they are there until Vincent's dog suddenly arrives, and they claim to be walking it. Saul and Vinny are arrested when the police find Frankie and Tony's bodies in their car. Turkish and Tommy take the dog to a veterinarian and extract a squeaky toy that it had swallowed and discover the diamond in its stomach as well. They consult Doug about selling the diamond, and he calls Cousin Avi, who returns to London. A good wrap up there. I really like the way that they brought everything together here mm-hmm. at the end. Um, that fight scene was brutal. The bare knuckle boxing match. I wrote that down. Like the boxing, th- the box. I wrote down boxing scene question mark. Like, what you think about it? I thought it was pretty good. It was just brutal. I like, um, I like the, the the British style of cinematography that was used here. Mm-hmm. They used it a few times in the Gentleman. I think um, a, a movie that it made me think of was Kick Ass. Have you ever seen Kick Ass? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I like the. It, that's kind of how the fighting was filmed there. I think they also the same people from Kick Ass did. Uh, it's like a movie series. They turned it into a series about like a secret agent group, like a, they take like a kid. 
I forgot. Was it the Kingsman? The Kingsman, yes, mm. the Kingsman. They do the same, and they use that same type of cinematography on any like action sequence or fight scene. I really, really enjoy the way that that was shot. Thought it was really cool when he takes that vicious uppercut that knocks him off his feet. Oh, you get the slow and, motion of him flying backwards, it, but it snaps him into like a pool of water. Yeah, and he can kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the sunken place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, no, I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I really love the flashback recap when, you know, they the gun fires, the camera freezes. You see Turkish and Tommy looking scared and Mickey just looks like Mickey. And then it we get the recap of everybody setting up. You get the the, the Pikey clan uh, setting up on on Bricktop's men and taking them all out. We we get to hear that the gunshot that Bricktop hears on his phone was actually his men being murdered and not the Pikey campsite being being uh ran down on and then we get you know we get the verbal confirmation that mickey had pulled the oop de oop on bricktop um and and i thought that flashback recap was was done really well yeah i thought so too i i i thought it was because it can get a little confusing Mm -hmm. to the average viewer so somebody like me um the movie shot like this keep me tuned in because it's not just the long drawn it's a lot of moving pieces it's a lot of different things your mind is working the whole time mm-hmm. so i i kind of got it but i really appreciated the the quick recap i think it works for people who could get lost in these type of things mm-hmm. but it also kind of just works for me to let me know how everything came together i kind of figured it was something like that yeah but i didn't know exactly what it was so i thought it was cool um and then our ending scene of Turkish and Tommy sitting down in the chairs is the is the exact scene that they open the movie with when Turkish is talking about Tommy. Like, my na- here's what my name is named after. Tommy will tell you he's named after a gun, but I know he's named after a 19th century, century ballet dancer. <laughs> uh, and we find out that, you know, that opening scene is the end of the movie and they're sitting in they're sitting in Doug the Head's office while he calls Cousin Avi. Which is pretty cool because the way that the movie progresses, you would think that maybe they're in front of Bricktop or somebody else that's about to kill them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And because they, because you know, uh, they're very deadpan, so you can't tell if it's them brokering a good deal or them being having the screws put to him because he says he was happy until about a week ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought this, I thought it was cool. I I I, I liked it. Good. Good. I was wondering that. So yes, that that's that was a big question for me, man. Was like, and I guess I guess we can jump into it here sh- shortly. Um, did you have any anecdotes or takeaways from this movie? Um, I did not. Well, no, I don't really have a story that relates to me as much of a piece of uh, a, a, a nugget for people. When you get mixed up in the shit, mm-hmm. it, it's very rare that it's just cut and dry, right? Like, go take X from Y and give it to Z and you're done. Yeah. It could always be that you took X from Y, but Y was related to T, <laughs> whose uncle is a killer. Yeah. You know, it's always something crazy. So just, you know, try to try to fucking stay out of shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> And if you and, and if you do get a chance to get away with some shit, it don't have to be criminal shit. It could be something as as small as cheating on your girl one time, mm-hmm. right? 
cheating on a test at school. You get away from that shit, count your lucky stars, man, and leave that shit alone. Just leave <laughs> it alone. Don't keep doing the shit, because you're gonna bad luck is gonna come involved somewhere. And that's what kinda ha- like Saul and them, if they just if they just gave the diamond to to Avi, they'd probably just be done. Maybe, would, but they still they still would have had to answer for robbing Bricktop's bookies. They would have, but the way everything played out, yeah. Bricktop got killed. Yeah. So they're good, right? <laughs> but they're, they're fucking around. It ends up they have to dispose of two dead bodies. Yeah. X, Y, Z. You know, all all of these other things that happen. So uh, it's a lot of moving pieces here. But no, I don't. That's all I really got. Um, I, yeah, I didn't anything? have any personal anecdotes or, or, you know, anything like that. I just this this movie holds a very special place to me. Um, so when I was in the when I was in the army. Uh, me and my platoon, we used to watch this movie all the time. It was constantly quoted. Um, always fucking around with each other with lines from this. Uh, you know, a dude would a, d- <laughs> a dude would jump up on top of the 50 cal um, that was up on top of our vehicles. And it, it was only a matter of seconds before somebody would say, it's a fucking anti-aircraft gun, Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, very, very special place in my heart, this movie. Okay, cool. So, cool, cool, cool. Kurt Dog Snatch by Guy Ritchie, starring Vin, uh, Jason Statham, Stephen Graham, and my old flame before I <laughs> before I converted to the dark meat, Brad Pitt. <laughs> if given the opportunity to watch this movie again, you watch it or not? No, I'm no. Not. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Not to say that it was bad. It was enjoyable. I was getting a little tired through some of it. Um, but I'm not. And I think I'm not for the reason for a reason that you named earlier. I just think the gentleman, I think they're close, mm-hmm. but I think the gentleman is a better version of this movie. Mm, okay. Like the gentleman was more interesting to me with more interesting characters and a better better plot twist and and better but some of it is also that it came out 20 fucking years later right 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 so like uh, technology's better cinematography's better um makeup is better you know all of that shit but i just liked i like i felt like if i wanted to watch something like this again i would watch the gentleman which we review on episode 15 of you watching or not mm-hmm. um but no this was good so let's not say, me not watching it again I thought everybody's performances were great. I didn't think anybody's acting was bad. I thought a lot of the shit was funny. I have a dark sense of humor. So not dark, but, you know, very dry British shit like this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good jokes in here for me that cracked me up. I enjoyed them. Um, but I, 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 I don't know, man. I just don't feel like I would need to watch this again. Like, it was cool for what it was, but I don't I don't really see how it became, like, such a cult classic. It's cool. But I wasn't super duper impressed with the movie. Okay. Not to be a hater or anything. It's a good movie. It's just, it was just all right. Though. Like, I'm I'm okay with seeing it once. Okay. All right. Cool. So Marcus. Yeah. Snatch came out in January 2001, right before you joined the army. Right before. Um. Stars your old flame, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Another guy that you love, I think that we both like Jason Statham. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah. He's not cool. so much like, anymore. I don't have a problem. 
I don't have a problem with him. Like, I, it's cool. I don't. He's not a guy that I hate, but I don't watch his new shit anyway. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, guess I think the last matter. new movie of his that I watched was like The Meg. Okay, and, the, and he's hilarious in that movie. <laughs> um, Benicio del Toro, love him. We, I think we both kind of like yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, presented an opportunity to see this film again. Are you watching or not? Nah? I'm definitely watching. I'm definitely okay. watching. And so uh, when we did The Gentleman, I had the exact opposite. So I had this same sentiment you had about The Gentleman, but mm-hmm. about this movie. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought everybody's performance was really great in The Gentleman. But to me, The Gentleman was Snatch not as good. Okay. So to me, snatch is, snatch is funnier. Snatch has snatch is more. It weaves together a little tighter to me. Um, it's got the quotables, and again, I could be fanboying a little bit because I got that 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 longevity connection with it. But snatch is a movie that I've watched. I don't know tens of times, and will probably watch you know a dozen more times over the course of my life. It's just it's got a certain laugh factor for me that that really that really clicks and pops uh every time that i watch it so yes i'm i'm definitely watching again okay all right that's fair i think that's i knew that would be your take on it and i think i kind of spilled the beans on that like i kind of spilled the gentleman watch yeah yeah during the jet like if i would have kept snatch under wraps i wonder i wonder if it would be a little i don't know no i think no I don't think so. I think I probably would have figured that. <laughs> I feel like you're a guy that likes the originals more than the than something that would come after. I think so. Yeah. So it'll be really it'll be really interesting when we get around to doing like Inception, right? Because we saw Tenet, which I said was was them trying to them them dressing up Inception and making it worse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With a black Instead ninja of, like, doing karate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to my man KB, right? So yeah, um, no, I think I, I, I agree. I, I I felt you coming with that sentiment sentiment about it. So that's cool. Like I have no problem with that. I I, I can understand where you're coming from. And I don't think you're being a fanboy. It's just if you like the movie, you like the fucking movie. You know, oh, what I'm I appreciate saying? that. I appreciate you giving yeah. me that leeway. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. It's just you know difference of opinion. I like the gentleman a little bit more, a lot more. But this is still good as fuck too. This is a good movie. I would I would not watch it again, but I would suggest that somebody sees it at least once. Okay, cool, fair. Um, that's good, man. I was glad this was one of the ones that I was looking forward to getting out of the way because I know you hadn't seen it before. So, um, yes, I'm glad we did this one. Uh, do we want to talk about what we're doing next? If you remember, because I'm gonna I, keep it real, I don't. I do. So we were originally gonna do Smoke and Aces next. Smoke and Aces yes. was the next. Uh, listener request however Requested by my nephew Kochi. shout yeah. out to Kochi's man uh, Kochi's apologies to you but um, my my mom Jim Jones um, requested King Richard and it's available streaming on HBO Max for a limited run so we have to get that watch done first and then we'll go back to we'll uh, hopefully be able to knock out um, We'll hopefully be able to knock out smoking aces here soon. We we do want to be able to try and you know put something together for Christmas, do a little Christmas episode, a, a surprise Christmas movie drop. 
So yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, probably, yeah. I was th- like, we kind of talked about it a little bit. We're thinking King Richard next, then a Christmas movie. And then we'll get back to, uh, we'll get back to some listener requests. We packed on quite a few more. So we got some, some good surprises in store uh, for some yeah. of these listener requests. Yeah. Now listen, you can request the shit, but a lot of our requests have been coming through like a personal thing. If you want to, if you want to help us out, request it on the Instagram page. I'm going to keep it real with you. If you are not following the Instagram page, I'm not taking your request. Yeah, you can you can put that shit in your pipe and smoke it and keep, yeah. <laughs> and keep moving yeah. on. You got to follow, you got to you got to follow, you got to like us on Facebook and 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 get involved cuz you don't just get to I, reap the benefits of our f- labor without yeah, putting the fruits of our labor over here, shit. man. Yeah, you got to you got to support a little bit. But shout out to our four fans, you know what I'm saying? Four and a half now, because Jeremy just listened to Jeremy caught up some episodes. I don't count him as a full fan yet, though, because he's way behind the shit. Like he don't, you know, he don't know what's going on. But our four shouts to y'all, man, and y'all can y'all can make requests all the time. But everybody else, make sure you following our page. At least one of them, the Instagram page or the Facebook page. Try to leave some comments for us. Um, help us out, man. We'd really appreciate that. But we'll take a request. Some of your requests might get pushed back a little bit. We might drop some of our own choices between requested movies mm-hmm. um, just so we can kind of keep it fresh and we don't lose everything. Kind of like what's about to happen with our next episode. But <laughs> we promise that we take all requests, no matter how silly it may seem. Hell yeah. If it seems silly, if it's if you think we've never seen it before, that that's even better. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, give us more stuff to talk about. So I'm I'm down for that. Yep. Yep, me too. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But thank you all again for all the requests. Um, I'm looking forward to King Richard, man. Um, I'm not. But we'll I talk about not. it. We'll talk about That's it. That's why I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm keep not, it real but I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best to go into it unbiased. Yeah. And we'll yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about we'll talk about why I'm not that interested in it, you know, when we when we get to that episode. So um, absolutely let uh, let that perk your interest <laughs> <laughs> all right man you got anything else no that's it man that is it uh happy belated thanksgiving to everybody it's my religious holiday i had a great one mm-hmm. oh, you got you had a good one too so that's good yeah um it's holiday season i hope this gets y'all through the, these these dog days of work during the holidays i fucking hate working around this time of year it's cool because like it don't be a lot of people around, but it can kind of make work hard to get done in my profession. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it sucks. But to y'all, everybody, you know, we appreciate you listening. Hope this helps you get through it. Please be safe out here. People are fucking crazy and desperate. So please just be careful. Take a little bit of time. Be careful. Secure your belongings. Be aware of your surroundings. I hate to sound like y'all father, but please, like, we care about all the, everybody out here. We want everybody to be safe. So please just take it easy. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, I've been really worried about people lately because of all the crime that's been happening everywhere. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got to say, man. Y'all just be safe out there. We appreciate you guys as always. Be cool. Yeah. You said it. You said it all, man. I got nothing to add to that. Appreciate all you guys' support and and. Uh... Y'all keep doing you. We're going to keep doing us. We appreciate all you guys. This is a fact. All right. So for you watching, I'm Kurt. I'm Marcus. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.